0: Welcome to the Rise Up Network. I'm your host, James Carmody. The Rise Up Network is committed to sharing those stories of servant leaders. Those men and women that are out there in the community, in the marketplace, making a difference, raising others up along with them. We have a great servant leader in studio with us, CEO and publisher of College Magazine, Amanda Knackman. Amanda, welcome.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here.
0: Thanks for being a lady boss entrepreneur. I'm so excited for this conversation.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just out there to crush it and also inspire other women entrepreneurs to crush it too.
0: Yeah, I mean, you really took an idea and a vision and ran with it, you know, but let's back up a sec. You know, I know you're from the East Coast. Give our give our listeners on our network a little bit of background on Amanda.
1: Yeah, I'm from Baltimore, um, and I went to the University of Maryland. Go Terps. Go Terps. And uh, it was there that I had the vision for College Magazine. And at mm. first, I, you know, I had this idea. I'm like, where is the guide for students? You know, I, I felt like I was kind of figuring it all out by myself. Like, how do I study abroad? How do I get an internship? How do I get a letter of recommendation from my professor? Wouldn't that be cool if there was a guide that could tell me, you know, what are the best ways to go about this? And I had this idea kind of in my headspace, I didn't really mm-hmm. put it out in there into the others. And finally decided to write down a mock-up of it and start writing okay. down this idea. And I think that's the first step to any business. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I used it in a class, as a class project. Okay. From there, I took it to my entrepreneurship center on campus, and that kind of gave me the validation, you know, hearing somebody else say, I like where you're going with this. And then mm. also tweaking it like, hey, you want to be national overnight? Let's let's start small and make it great and then grow it. So yeah. it really helped me um, understand the mindset around how do you start a business? How do you make it successful? And it's really, you know, MVP, minimal viable product. So I made my minimal viable product on my campus at Maryland. Uh, fast forward a couple of years, grew my print magazine to uh, 14 campuses on the East Coast, Yep. and then got with the times. I mean, it, by then it was 2012. I had to have this online national site. Uh, so I moved everything online, failed miserably, mm-hmm. and that's what brought me out to the West Coast because I'm like, okay, let's let's change this up. Uh, my business partner Restart. was based here, and so I, I made the move. And um, I worked for other people for a bit too uh, and really learned – how to launch fully integrated marketing campaigns and I took that knowledge back to College Magazine Online mm-hmm. and finally learned SEO and content strategy for myself. So this was kind of my journey from East Coast to West Coast but also from print to online and, yeah. and an entrepreneurial journey that was trial and error.
0: And what was that, you know, what were like the the spaces you went through when you, know, you moved it online and you knew it was going down, like what was that like?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was going online at the time when, you know, like I was literally in DC in the Newsweek office on the day that Newsweek was shuttering print. You know, this was a this was a time when big publications, big brands, the 1% brands that we all recognize were trying to figure out how to monetize online. And so here I was, this little publisher also trying to monetize online and failing miserably because, you know, these big publications were out there saying, okay, you know, buy this print campaign and we'll give you the online ads for free. Or mm. they didn't quite understand how to monetize impressions at the time. So at the time, I only had, I think, about a 200,000 monthly readership, which is still pretty great. I couldn't sell ads for anything, like, but I, I could sell print. Yeah. And so I just um, – anytime I took my attention off of selling ads to make a great product, uh, my business started to uh, really fumble. And that was hard to realize, okay, I need to step back from this and, okay. and really – Rethink the vision and how to make this a a successful business model.
0: And did you, I mean, did you have times where you're like, maybe I shouldn't do this anymore?
1: I, that was, I mean, I stopped doing it. I kind of kept it alive because I believed in it so much and I loved it. So I I made sure it still existed and that we were creating some new content, not as much. And then I I really just learned from other people. Um, I worked for these two news anchors on a startup, on a PBS grant they bled through that grant, I got laid off, and yep. I worked for my business partner's ad agency, and that was here in San Diego, so that was pretty cool. I got to work on projects for Balboa Park, for oh, wow. the San Diego airport, and from that experience, I learned really the ins and outs of marketing, and I was able to take that back to the vision of College Magazine, and grow the vision. Um, and today, online at College Magazine, you know, there's guides to every college, guides to every major, You know if you're like what is it like to be a bio major we interview students who are in the major and have graduated and can tell you what it's like wow Um, so it's very um everything that we feature in the magazine is very um real authentic authentic and and just kind of the guy that i wish i had always could have had and so that's that's how i imagined it and that's what i wanted it to be and it was really exciting to be able to go back to that and make it happen and today we reach anywhere between half a million and a million readers a month. So it's pretty exciting to be the national wow. guide to half college. Wow, half a
0: million to a million a month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a lot of eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. And what, what's your vision with College Magazine?
1: My vision is to is to be that resource and that guide. So it's for the high school student that's making decisions about where to go, yep. right? So if you search, what are the best schools for writers? You want to go to schools that have really um, incredible writing programs. And we'll cover, you know, we'll talk about the student-to-faculty ratios, but also we'll cover what's the vibe of that school. Yeah, What does it culture. feel like to yep. go there? And we interview those students at those schools to bring that to our reader. And then also to the student that's in school currently, so that they know they're not alone. Like, how do you deal with that roommate that stole your Red Bull? Like, we have an article on that. How
0: do you deal with that roommate that stole your Red Bull? Right? I, I won the lottery. My, my freshman roommate was is still one of my best friends to this day, but I can see how that would be problematic.
1: And, and we'll have students, you know, being really vulnerable on our site and sharing their experience with mental health issues and yeah. how they're coping and how they're still succeeding academically while dealing with these mental health issues on campus so that our readers know they're not alone.
0: Yep. Yep. And so... So who, who are you trying to reach? Who are the different groups and demographics that you're trying to reach with College Magazine?
1: So the reader is, you know, the, like I said, going into college or yep. in college. And then also my writers, they're students in college currently, and I have a whole mm-hmm. writer training program for them. And okay. that's kind of cool because I don't always get to interact with the reader. Yeah. But I get to interact on a daily basis with our writers and our editors. Oh, wow. And these are students on campuses nationwide,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they go through. I have a seven-week training program to help them. You know, break through the formal writing that we all learned in college to right. uncover their voices and create uh, really inspirational articles that reach the, our audience. Um, build their portfolio, and these students get to go off to incredible careers in journalism. They are at National Geographic and USA Today and NBC and Vox. I mean, I'm I'm jealous of some of the careers that they've they've created for themselves, and yeah. um, and I feel honored to be part of their career journey.
0: Wow, wow. So you know, you you're. you're growing this magazine you're growing this company you're doing it in a great way now you're also starting to shift a little bit and taking your skill set the things that you've learned the mistakes that you've made and the wins that you've had and starting to teach others
1: yeah i get asked a lot to speak about marketing and to speak about how do you reach your audience the way you do and you know people come up to me other publishers come up to me other content creators but also just business owners who are like Mm. hey i have a site you know, I have my expertise in, um, in I'm a, I'm a life coach, right? Or I'm a health coach, or I'm a nutritionist, I'm a dietitian. And they have these businesses, these small businesses, but they also have a website. And they're like, how do I attract my audience to my site? You know, I see that you've done that. You had this vision for this magazine to reach college students. And you've attracted so many college students to your site. And the way that I did it is is not through social media, which we all know is a vortex and wants to keep you on social media. Yep. I mean, how often do you fall into that like vortex, right? You're scrolling we and all suddenly time just yeah. like passes, right? It's not through that. It's through search. It's through Google search. We all search for answers to our questions. Yep. And if you're an, expertise, if you're an expert in a certain topic, you want someone to search that topic and find you. Mm-hmm. And that all comes back to understanding scary topics like SEO and content yep. strategy. And they were scary for me too. And I finally learned them for myself. And so now I want to make that accessible to other women entrepreneurs who are like, no, that's just too tech. I'm going to outsource that. And they fall into this problem where they're not getting traction with their business because they're not attracting people to their site because Mm -hmm. they don't have ownership over their content strategy. So I want to empower other women entrepreneurs to take, you know, to arm themselves with the tech knowledge. And so I teach that. I have a course called the Content Strategy Lab.
0: The Content Strategy Lab. Okay.
1: And how do we find that? I mean, you could look it up on collegemagazine.com slash content strategy lab, or you could just Google it. It ranks number one.
0: Okay. Content strategy lab. And, you know, if someone's listening to this and, you know, they want to learn more about that, so they go online, what else do you want them to do?
1: I want them to, you know, really think about their audience and who they want to reach and put themselves in the shoes of their audience. What is their audience searching for? Um, you know, I learned that lesson the hard way with College Magazine. We used to guess what students wanted to read, and now we know.
0: Yeah. And, and what do college kids want to read these days? Quick sidebar.
1: Uh, <laughs> I mean, we create a lot of content. I mean, they want to read. It runs the gamut. So we have an entire series about how to become because we noticed that a lot of students were searching how to become certain professions. Mm. It wasn't necessarily about the major, but it was how do I become, you know, a graphic designer? How do I become a lawyer? How do I yeah. become a uh, a creative marketer
0: got it and let's let's pick one of those for a second you know because I think that's really valuable we all go and we have this vision of what we want our career to be and then we, we pick a major right and we're like okay I hope it works out and some of us have done a ton of research and maybe done really a smart thing and either intern or shadowed someone and some of us next to nothing you're just like that sounds cool for my life but how would that work for you guys you know with the content that you're providing <laughs>
1: Either you're you're cruising through College Magazine, but a lot of times that's not how someone is searching online, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times you're searching. You have a question in that moment, like yep. I wonder what it would be like to be in this profession, and so you might search that, and then we can show up and show you what that looks like. What's the vibe? Um, you know, what does the day to day look like? Are you yeah. sitting at a desk? Are you connecting with people? Um, you know, if you if you want to work at a, a nonprofit, you know, we will talk about what that education nonprofit looks like, um, and so you can get an understanding, okay, does this align with my interest, strengths, and values? Is this yep. what I'm passionate about? And, and hopefully answer our readers' questions.
0: Fantastic. So we're growing College Magazine. What does the next couple of years look like for you?
1: Um, <laughs> it's a great question, right? Every, every entrepreneur and every leader needs to be thinking about their five-year vision yeah. and think big. And yep. so, and sometimes, it, you know, I get in a little bit of trouble because I have a lot of projects and okay. I have to be dialed in and focused. Yep. So right now, you know, the project I'm really focused on is the Content Strategy Lab and helping other women yeah. entrepreneurs. Um, in five years, it's, uh, it's a shift towards my project 50 by 2050, which is okay. achieving 50% of women in Congress by 2050. Okay. Because, I mean, we're 51% of the population, why is it that why we have 24% of women in Congress? Got it. I don't get it. I mean, when I Googled that, I was like, really? Wow. And that was a couple of years ago, and there were some frustrations around the uh, election, and yep. I felt the frustrations from my team as well, and so we talked about it. They said, you know, we're frustrated, a lot of my young women editors were saying we're frustrated about the, p- the pay gap. And I said, well, where does that come from? and let's talk about it. It's not just the fact that there's only 3% of women that are in CEO positions, but it's that there's only 24% of women in Congress. So I started connecting with organizations and Emily's List, Higher Heights, uh, the Human Rights Campaign, Ignite National, Running Start. uh, And they all said, yes, we love this mission of 50 by 2050. They're all on board. Uh, We started interviewing Congresswomen and senators and featuring them on College Magazine because we have this amazing reach with the college audience, and we want to inspire young college women to declare their ambition and yep. say, I you know, I would like to run for office one day. So if you can start, if you can plant that seed now, um, you're more likely to run.
0: Fantastic.
1: And so the next phase of that, I actually sat down with our state senator, mm-hmm. Tony Atkins, okay. here in California, and she said the missing key to women in office is mentorship. So that's mm. the part that I'm trying to create. But this is is a passion project, right? It's not not the business. So where am I in five years? Getting more time to work on these passion projects. Um, And I also volunteer at Reality Changers, which you know about. I'm very passionate about Reality Changers. Yeah, say
0: more about that because some of our network is not familiar with Reality Changers, which is
1: awesome. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so Reality Changers makes college accessible for everyone. Mm -hmm. Uh, They help the underserved community here in San Diego. Uh, These high school students, they help them from eighth grade till senior year helping them build up their experience and their mm. resume so that when it is time to write the college essay, they've got things to write about. And so I get to go in and I get the opportunity to work with them and help them with their college essays, help them get into college.
0: Wow, so you're sitting down with these teenagers and saying, all right, let's reshape your essay, you know, let's organize our thoughts in a different way.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of times I'll say to them, because that's my expertise is in, you know, writing goes all the way back to like writing and telling a story. It's like, let's tell the movie of your life. Right yeah. to this admissions officer who doesn't know what it's like to be you. Right. And what you know, what do we focus on in this frame? What do we see on the screen? And it's like, oh, this is me joining my track team and I could only run an eleven minute mile. And then this is me, my senior year, now I can run a seven minute mile. And I've learned, you know, teamwork and leadership. And and now I have peers and, and a support system and I've improved my grades and now I'm an A plus student. Like mm-hmm. that's a story.
0: That's a great story.
1: And they don't even realize that's their story.
0: Right. Right, it's like they take it for credit and they don't actually have an empowering context around it, yeah, wow. So, reality changers, Content Strategy Lab, (laughs) College Magazine, I see a couple other big things coming, which is great, and we're gonna have you back on for sure. Say a little bit more about teaching other women how to be successful in business, because I think that, you know, I, I am arm in arm with you that there needs to be more female entrepreneurs, you know, I have some friends that are very successful and some that are starting out, and there's still, there is a gap. And there just, there needs to be mentorship, there needs to be training.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that there's this mentality that, oh, the tech side of things is too confusing, it's, um, it's just too much to demystify. I'm gonna just outsource that. I'm gonna outsource my website. And that's like back in the day, if you had a brick and mortar place and you're like, I'm gonna outsource the entire operations of my store. Right. You know, you can't just outsource that. You have to be armed with the knowledge to go in and make those changes when you realize there's a pivot, when you realize you need to change your CTA, your call to action to attract your audience. When you realize that you have a new product that you're releasing. You need to have, and that doesn't mean you're making the changes, right? But you need to have the strategy that you can then hand over to that employee that's working your brick and mortar shop, right? Yep. So I want to empower women to say, it's not that scary. Um, and I break it down, I make it fun. Um, and because I felt that other people kind of made it scary for me too. They're like, oh, SEO, like I don't have enough time in the day to teach that to you. Right, right. And, you know, I just said, okay, well that was just like, fuel to the fire for me. Sure. Because I'm like, right. okay, well now I'm. Don't
0: tell right me it. I can't do it. I will go do it.
1: I will now go do it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you know, if you had. You know, women and people listening to this, you know, taking things away, what would you charge people with? What would you want them to do coming away from this conversation?
1: I think feel, you know, empower yourself yep. to learn what is most important to making your business successful. Hmm. Right. So, and don't give up when it gets hard. Because okay. if you took the effort to say, I have this business idea, I have this expertise, I'm going to even if it's side hustle, right? I'm going to launch this site that says this is what I do. I'm going to launch my Facebook page and my Instagram page, and yeah. everyone now knows this is what I do. But yet still no one's coming to your site, right? You're producing all this content and no one's visiting it. Don't get stuck and say I'm a total failure, right? Because it makes sense that if you're just starting out, the 1% brands, they're the ones that are going to rank on search for your queries, yep. for, the, for your audience.
0: Yep. Because
1: they know, they have the strategy, they have teams behind it. But you can still win. The little guy can still win on search. Yep. And if you're like listening to this and you're like, I'm not quite sure what she means by search. What I mean is we all go to Google and we search something. Sure. And so, James, how, how often do you go to page two? Never. Exactly. You got to be on page one right and when you're on page one it's the gift that keeps giving because people your audience not just anyone but your audience who made that search query they're coming to your site again and again and again because you're on page one
0: makes complete sense how do we find you
1: so you can like I said Google Content Strategy Lab we're on page one or you can go to collegemagazine.com slash content strategy lab you can Google my name Amanda Ackman and yeah reach out say hi find me on Instagram DM me very accessible I'd love to hear from you Uh, I'd love to hear from your audience especially if you're a women entrepreneur I want to help you be successful
0: love it Amanda thank you for coming on can we have you back of course fantastic so folks you're gonna want to go follow Amanda she is a rising star and she has a lot to offer get out there and rise up